there. Do you love kindling conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. I used to sit in the preschool in tears. People say to me all the time, you're a parenting expert because you've got six kids. And I'm like, well, no, I know plenty of people with lots of kids and they're not parenting experts at all. <laughs> doesn't matter which school they go to as long as they're being well supported at home because I will not be camping out <laughs> to get them into the out of area or the fancy private schools. From the news desk to the nursery, Mom! this is The Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. As parents, we often don't get a word in edgewise, at least I don't seem to with my kids. So we created a show where parents get to talk and give their opinions without any interruptions, except from each other, maybe. Our topics today are Qantas is doing away with mum and dad to be more inclusive, the titles that is. Is this good manners or have they gone a step too far? Salty sausages are under siege and what's a poor time-deprived parent to do? Are our children's consumers of fast fashion? And finally, slime. How do you deal with it? And what other crazy fads have you had to live through? Our parents this week are Rhea Allen, a.k.a. The Healthy Mummy, and Aaron Brunston, Chief Executive Officer of fashion label Jason Brunston. Uh, welcome to you both. Well, thank you. Hello, thank you. <laughs> I, I have to start with a huge congratulations to Aaron <laughs> because he's getting married very soon. And last time you were on this show, we were, it was before the vote. That, that's right. Absolutely right about that. And I remember saying to you what, you know, what was going to happen. And you said, if the vote yes came through, you're going to get married. And here we are. (laughs) are. (laughs) Two weeks countdown. (laughs) And I feel, I feel very privileged, Rianne. We are both very privileged that he actually found the time to come because two weeks before any wedding Uh, is huge stress. I know. He's not stressed. (laughs) (laughs) You got everything you need. (laughs) That's right. And and you and Jason haven't had any fights because my husband and I fought like cat and Mm. dog before our wedding. Go, oh, it's been actually really good. So, good. yeah, we, we thought about the cake today because <laughs> I wanted a rainbow cake, typical, but he's like, no, no rainbow cakes. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> rainbow cakes are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, let's before we move on, let's have a chat about your kids. Rian, you've got two. Can you tell us about your boys? I do. So I've got two little boys, five and seven, and they, they just don't stop. They are like crazy, but um, amazing. But um, they're just, they. I am not a parent who um, children will sit down and be quiet. They always want to do something all the time. So I constantly feel I'm getting pulled from here to here, but it's great. And uh, Roman, we've got a boy as well, Aaron. So yes. there's lots of sons, Three boys. sons <laughs> in the sons, house today. Yes, yes. I've got to take a few tips from yeah. you. <laughs> and Roman's three now, is that he's right? He's three years old. Yes, he's just turned three a couple of months ago. He's a feisty little kid. He's uh, full of energy and he's constantly on the go and he loves fashion he loves uh, he loves painting so he's just a cool kid so oh, that yeah. sounds lovely all right well let's get into the show in just a moment is it time to do away with titles like mum and dad say my name say my name no one is around you say baby i love you we are getting a webcam because these people know how to dance. <laughs> Following on from a spirit of inclusion initiative, Qantas staff will now be replacing the term mum and dad with parents. 
Now, former Prime Minister Tony Abbott told 2GB Radio that it was political correctness that's gone way over the top, while Lucy Tatman, who's a senior lecturer in gender studies at the University of Tasmania, told the ABC that the policy was just good manners. Now, I've got some interesting comments from our audience before I get to our guests. Becky said... It isn't over the top for people in the minority who don't fit in into the category mum and dad. For us, it's a step towards feeling more included. Sophie says, on the other hand, I hate the word partner. I stopped using that a long time ago and just call my called John my husband, even though we're not married. Nearly 13 years in, I think I can choose. So I'm interested to know what you guys think. Rianne, did you think it's good manners or is it a step too far? I think it's manners. I think, that, you know, we live in a world today which is so diverse and I think people need to be tolerant of everyone's different situation. And you know, there's lots of different situations, lots of different types of parents and types of situations. And I think that as humans, we need to be tolerant of everybody and not, not go, well it's all about me it's about everyone else as well so I think I think it's good manners and I think that it's not just Qantas it's been um, a recommendation for for all people but Qantas have adopted it so um, I think I think it's a good thing. Aaron what are your thoughts? Well firstly shut up Tony Abbott (laughs) (laughs) I mean what is political correctness you know I mean we live in a world that everyone needs to be included it's inclusion I mean you know yes to the gay marriage vote which is what life is all about I don't want my kid growing up in in you know in a in a in a country or in a world that, that he's not included or his parents are actually made to be felt like second class citizens so good on you Qantas it's a great step towards uh, uh, diversity it's a great step to saying that you know we are all the same so whatever the title is it goes out of the door these days it doesn't matter anymore brilliant all right so it's a big high five yes. to Qantas <laughs> yeah <laughs> Definitely. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation, where we invite two parents into the studio to get their thoughts on the stories and events of the week. Today, I'm joined by Rian Allen, aka The Healthy Mummy, and Aaron Brunston, who's the Chief Executive Officer of fashion label Jason Brunston. Next, Salty Sausages Under Attack. You're listening to Kindly Conversation. Five big sausages sizzling in the pan. One went pop, one went bam. Four big sausages <laughs> It's like having play school in the room when, when a song like this is on. Just goes to show all kinds of music, fun to dance to. So sausages, they have saved me as a parent, Uh, particularly my eldest is very fussy and there was a period when the only meat I could get in her gob was a sausage. (laughs) Now now nutritionists at the George Institute for Global Health have said a single sausage on white bread with a smidge of tomato sauce has half the recommended daily salt intake for adults. So I'm going to start with... um, Aaron on this one because I figure Rianne you'll have a few things to say about this does your son like sausages oh my god he loves sausages and you know what (laughs) yum sausages are yum get over it I mean seriously if you're so concerned about the salt intake get organic sausages I mean you know it's um it's better for them and um you know I don't think any kid should be deprived as long as you're moderate and you don't have to feed him sausages every day that's a different story altogether but you know 
everything has got some good in it, things got bad in it, so why not? If your kids love it, give it to them. I mean, there's no big deal about it. I don't think so. I don't think we should. Rianne's agreeing with you. I was not surprised. I was not expecting that, Rianne. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm a huge advocate of balance, okay, and not making any food group you know, an enemy or awful. I think that, you know, absolutely right. If you have sausages every day, that's obviously not good. But it isn't just sausages. It's all processed meats and foods. And as parents, we do need to be aware of it. But my kids have sausages, but I choose low-salt variety. Um, I choose chicken sausages, which are, you know, a bit better than some of the other ones. But also talk to your butcher, ask them what's in there. You you can even make your own um, so you can control what's in them. But I think as soon as you, as a parent, banish anything, it makes a child want it, as well as it makes you want it. Which is why, you know, most people who will try and lose weight or go on a diet fail because the diet will tell them, don't eat this, don't eat that. And then straight away you go, oh, I really want to eat that. So, <laughs> I feel like that one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Aaron wants a saucy yeah, diet now. Yeah. Do, I do. <laughs> a salty one. I could do but, with one. <laughs> but I think it's just about balance and having a really balanced approach to everything in life because then you can bring up your kids not fearing things and not thinking, oh, my God, that's awful. You know? Can you tell us the... Um, for me, the sort of revelation with this stuff is yeah. the difference between store-bought sausages and yeah. going to your butcher. Yeah. As someone who's looked at this, yeah. how much difference is there if you go to your local butcher yeah. as opposed there to buying There can be a it? huge difference. I think that you have to, you know, everyone needs to be aware that if you're buying anything from a supermarket, it is built to have a longer shelf life, whether that's on the fridge or on the shelf. So it's just, you know, the, the organic buy or the butcher's buy, it just has less in it because they're often fresh and they get sold that day or the next day whereas supermarkets can they put a lot of chemicals on as well not just the salt mm. to make things last look redder look more appetizing to sell to us consumers so i think we just mm. need to clue ourselves up on on that kind of stuff and i like talking to a butcher to know what's in it good on have you. you actually ever made your own sausages Ryan? i have not <laughs> i have not I, I am very busy however <laughs> our chef and nutritionist i've seen them do it and i'm yeah. i need to get some of that Is stuff it, and it do kind that. of looks like the skin fun. you gotta get the skin you gotta get the gotta skin it kind yeah. of it kind of intrigues me with its grossness and but also scares me with its complexity yeah. sausage well, making. I, I think the, when I've seen them do it it's the the grinding with the meat is is you know is quite specific because yeah. it doesn't bind but then it's um the casing thingy is um mm. is tricky but I think it's the kind of thing I always think oh I should do because my kids would love it because it's disgusting yes. and it would be fun but I yeah. just haven't got around in my life to going yes I'm gonna do it all right so we, sausages is my go-to yeah yeah the other one Chicken nuggets. Chicken yeah. nuggets. Um, is that, are those the two classics? Or oh my they... god! <laughs> no, you, is I, that a, oh my god? Yes or oh my god? Oh my no. god! No, no way, no way. So I draw the line with chicken nuggets. You don't so, like chicken nuggets? Well, I love chicken nuggets, but I would never give it to my son. Actually, speaking Why? of which, we went out to dinner last night, and it was on the kids' menu. And I thought, well, it's a great restaurant yeah. here we're at. You know, it's yes. quite nice and beautiful. So we ordered the chicken nuggets and. It got there and Roman just took a bite of it. And he went, yuck, daddy, yeah. that tastes terrible. So I thought, well, I'm seeing what he's on about. Yeah. So I tried it. It was the worst thing. It was filled with processed meat oh, and it was yeah. almost like So that's why you don't like them. Yeah. yeah. It's but, you not know, good what, for the kids. One of the easiest things to do, honestly, with chicken nuggets is you just get chicken breast. You, you, you make it with some breadcrumbs and you can even do some um, like grated cauliflower and cheese. That's I do those. So My kids like that because, mm-hmm. again, it's the, the processed thing, what they put in those things, like there's YouTube videos you can watch and it's frightening oh <laughs> of what goes in there. But you can do a lot of these things 
at home and something like chicken nuggets is actually super easy to make. It's like it's like two minutes is really easy. Mm, so you can give that ideas, a go. Sure. Ideas, ideas. I need to call you for some cooking. Yeah, tips. I'll give you some of our books. <laughs> Making connections. Or oh yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt. My guests today are Aaron Brunston, Chief Executive Officer of fashion label Jason Brunston and Rian Allen, a.k.a. The Healthy Mummy. In a moment, are our children the latest consumers of fast fashion? Kindling Conversation. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. This week, Zara announced that it will have an online store in Australia. Melissa Singer wrote in the Fairfax Press that there are pros and cons to this move, but mostly she's concerned about fast fashion and clothing ending up in landfill. And this got me thinking about my own purchases, not necessarily for me, but for my children. So when they were babies, it was really easy to have hand-me-downs and presents that everyone gave us. But as they are getting older now and growing out of things really quickly, I find myself popping off to Kmart or Target to get the leggings or whatever, keep them warm, keep them closed. Um, So it's getting harder. But then I also have this real annoyance with people who dump their car stops on me. So people will come over with bags full of stuff and my kids are hoarders. They are hoarders. (laughs) Their room is disgusting and they won't let me throw anything out. So my environmentalist side of myself should be going through and picking the new stuff for them to wear, which is really secondhand clothing. But uh, the time poor parent in me is like, I can't do this. I'm just going to go and get what fits them and what yeah. I know will work. So, Aaron, um, I should start with Rhea now because I know Aaron's going to have a couple of years. Do your kids still wear second or do they, do they ever wear secondhand clothes? Do they now? And do you think we need to be more careful in how we dress our kids? Well, I love fashion and I, I love, you know, finding great clothes. We love fashion all here. Um, but, you know, for kids, for me, they're not interested in the fashion so much. They just want comfy clothes. They're going to let them run around and be crazy. And I've got two boys. I've never had hand-me-downs because no one's ever given them to me. Same, I, I yeah. take them if I gave them, but they don't. Yeah. Um, you know, my hardest thing is keeping them clean because they get them so dirty that, yeah. you know, they have a life. Whether that's the quality of the clothes or whether that's because my kids are just shockers for getting things dirty. No, they're boys. I don't know. I think it's boys. But, um, but you know, it is. It's, yeah, I think a lot of, you've got to think of, a lot of Australians are on a really tight budget as well. So yeah. if it's, I'm not sure if it's fast fashion, it's whether it's, it's cheaper clothes that, you know, have the prints of their favourite things or whatever oh, on them. Okay. But it's, but it's dreadful. <laughs> it's, Aaron can't hold like, back. Oh my gosh, she can't hold back. But I think it's about um, fast fashion. If it is fast fashion, it's catering for you know families on a tighter budget. You know, um, but I think that the big thing is that when things I do it all the time. When I you know want to buy new things and I don't want to wear something, and the kids do, I give them to a charity shop. I always make sure they're recycling, and that's a big thing. It's you know if you can if you love clothes, you love fashion, and if you need to buy new things for the kids are growing out of things, then either hand them to someone else or give them to a charity shop. Aaron, I, I am so fascinated to know what you think and I'm also never letting you see what my children wear, <laughs> ever. Well, for, for starters, I don't know any parent that don't shop at Target or Kmart. Yeah. It's practical. I mean, you it know, it's, it's good 
clothing. It's not. It's inexpensive. There are things that kids wear to daycare because they come. Have you seen yes. what they come back with? It's I awful. mean, the t-shirt is almost ruined. Yeah. You have to chuck them out. Yeah. So, but I think as a family ourselves, we've always taught our kids simply because probably because we are in fashion as well. We've always taught our kid to appreciate, understand good quality clothing. Not mm. that it's something that we put on to him just to go to daycare, but yeah. it's something that. We like now and then is there's a special function or is there's a nice birthday party. We want him to dress well. We want him to appreciate quality rather than it being about fast fashion. And yeah. in regards to hand-me-downs, I mean, I just wish someone would give me some hand-me-downs. <laughs> but everyone thinks, that's, oh, well, well, they don't need hand-me-downs, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'd be too scared to give you my yeah. hand-me-downs, honestly. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Maybe with some Paw Patrol on. Yeah, Paw Patrol. <laughs> loves Paw Patrol. So, but we always do the right thing. So as soon as Roman wears the clothes out and he can't fit into them anymore, we give it to the Smith family, we drop yeah. them in the charity box or we give mm. them to friends. So it's always passed on because they're beautiful clothes and we don't want to, you yeah. know, Roman probably wore them once or twice. So we pass it on. Yeah. And I've also kept a little box for his children. Oh, so there are just some things you can't things that you just can't get rid cute. of. Yep. But I mean, my advice is fast fashion is always going to be there, whether mm. you like it or not. You know, it's practical, it's smart. Mm. And, you know, just keep your kids looking Simple. I mean, you don't have, you know, prints. I mean, I don't like print t-shirts and stuff like that. No, kids do love them, but I'm more about navies and whites and blacks and, you know, and those kind of stuff and plain looking things and nice things that I think kids learn to appreciate that clothing is really clothing. Can I I need to ask now. So the things that I've kept for my kids is my mum has been a knitter, the fastest knitter on the planet, and she makes these beautiful jumpers and and dresses even for my daughter and for all of her kids so I can't throw those out and I've got a box of those things but there have been a few things that I've kept that no one would understand why Why? like the the first onesie they wore what I took them home from the hospital in yeah Aaron you mentioned that you have kept some things do you what are the things you keep do you keep them because they're beautiful clothes or because of the memories you have uh, a bit of both so something is memory driven mm. by memory but some things like you don't want to give a hundred dollar Burberry t-shirt away would you so <laughs> it's something that you go oh wow I love this so every now and then I take yeah. it out of the box and I go oh I love this Burberry t-shirt <laughs> Oh, I love this polo, you know, crew neck t-shirt. Or, you know, it's it's those things as well. So it's about the appreciation of the of the product of the of the item. So, and then when you look at it, you actually remember the times that he wore it, and you thought, well, you know, it's it's great. I'm glad I got it. You yeah, know, so. I sometimes want to cry when I see how small they were. Did you keep any? Really? You know what? I'm awful. I didn't. How awful? That's am not I? awful. I didn't do it. <laughs> that's called that's called not being a hoarder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They go. Is. I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> shoes especially I always keep shoes oh. like shoes are my thing I love them so yeah. and I love baby shoes because they're so, so cute, cute. They are small. So, so small and I, I can't let us move on without you um, are you allowed to describe for us what he's wearing to the wedding or is that a big surprise it's a what big surprise <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I but, tried to sneak that one in. But, uh, but all I can tell you is going to look adorable our, our friend Arthur Gallon is uh, designing all our outfits and he's got something special for him um, I I hope you're wearing something rainbow, given you're not allowed to. You're not allowed That's to a cake. rainbow cake. <laughs> did you win on that argument? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I always win. <laughs> yes, especially when I'm organising it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the next um, thing we're going to talk about is very different to f- mm. fashion. We're going to have a chat about slime. <laughs>
conversation. In the couch, it's on the rug, it's in my hair. And where's all my Tupperware? If it's lost, you can look and you will find it. Slime after slime, and our own. This is. A song by my new obsession. They're called The Holderness Family. Look them up on Facebook or YouTube. They're this American family who take all these songs and just make them about parenting. But they're very funny. And Slime, just watching the video, I mean, it's this craze that's been going for a while now. I'm not sure if Roman would have been into oh, it. Oh, he's into it. Don't <laughs> you worry. Homemade Slime? or his... No, no. I wouldn't know where to start with Homemade Slime. <laughs> All I know, all I can tell you, it's on my carpet. Oh. It's everywhere. What about your kids? Do they do the no, homemade slime? they're not into slime. I'm, but they're into homemade Play-Doh. And that's of equal, I think, sticky and, or not sticky, but, you know, ruining everything. So, yeah, oh. but they haven't got into the slime, which I'm very happy about. Yeah. And the thing about slime, especially when it's store-bought and not made, is it eventually turns to liquid. So oh, one right. day, my daughter insisted, she'd insisted on taking her slime to school and she's yeah. got a little side pocket yeah. in her bag. And I was walking across and I felt this wet thing going down my leg. <laughs> oh, and I looked and in the middle of the playground, her slime has opened. Oh, no. And it's gone all down the back of my pants oh, before work. No. Yeah. And she's caught and it's all stuck in the side of the oh, bag. Gosh. And she's distressed because her slime's yeah. everywhere. I'm like, I can't save it now. <laughs> Why did you have it in your it's bag? Too late. <laughs> and it was just oh, a mess. So this, I don't know if the yeah. ones you make last longer. But or... how do you make slime? I mean, lots of chemicals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it smells dreadful. I yes, mean, it, it does smells smell chemical-like as well. Yeah, so yeah. I can't yeah. say it would be good for the kids having yeah. them on their hands. And then yeah. Well, if I was any touching. kind of scientist, I would tell you what they use because yeah. it does have a very distinctive smell. But I flunked science at school, <laughs> so there's something. <laughs> like bicarb soda or some oh, kind of thing no. that they use. Yeah. It must be safe because they've done it at school. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm wondering, your kids are a bit older though, Rianne. Yeah. Have they gone through any other crazes? Because there are so many. Not not really crazy. They just they just, they just just love Play-Doh because they can, with Play-Doh in your home, make it, you can build structures out of it and they like to build like car tracks and things like that. But it goes hard and it sticks and if it gets on the oh, carpet, man. it's all You're over. Gone. It's You're all gone. over. All right. I reckon yeah. it says they get closer, older. They get into more gross things. Cra- well, yeah. <laughs> you know they see stuff in the playground yeah, that they want. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the moment it's all about Paw Patrol. So everything I've I've like I'm, I've over binge on Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> what are their I, names, Aaron? I can't look at any more rubble, rubble cheese, Rocky. <laughs> uh, like enough, enough. And like the beds are Paw Patrol. Yeah. The, you know, it's like coloring books and pencils and toys and this. I mean, enough <laughs> with Paw Patrol. You've got to introduce him to something you want to watch. <laughs> That's tricky. Yeah, that that's is very tricky. Although that's what that's how my kids ended up watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a little bit too old for them. Oh yes, I but remember those. Yeah, I remember those when I was young. There's a new version, Aaron. Is there? Is yeah, there? Oh, yeah it's goodness. much more interesting, much much better plot development. Oh well, he just got into Roger Rabbit, so it's a bit more tamer. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Roger yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. What the movie? It's like this cartoon show, but it's based on the book. 
Ro- uh, not Roger Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Peter, Peter Rabbit. Rabbit. Ah, what am I saying? He's, he's, he's out in the movies now, isn't he? He's is. coming soon. You might yeah. want to watch that too. So he loves it. Yeah. Okay, so um, our children might be moving into having a few more crazes that we'll have to deal with. Do you remember any that your parents had to cope with? Because, like I said, I mean, I remember yeah. Knuckles. Do you remember playing no. with knuckles? Oh, is that when you hurt you... yourself? No. <laughs> is that when other people really hurt your knuckles? Is that when you're well, older? What suburb did you grow I'm, up in? I grew up in Wales, so all kinds going on there. <laughs> no, it's where you throw them up and you catch oh, right. them. And oh, yes, your... yes, I remember that. <laughs> remember we, knuckles? It, when I was growing up, it was about stink bombs. You remember those oh, vile, yeah, awful, awful little uh, vials? Yes, I do and, remember Oh, those. my goodness. I got into so much trouble because I kept, you know, kept them all. I kept crushing it in public places when I was six. not... Insects. These are stink no, bombs no. that people make. Yeah. yeah, they make it. They make them in like little glass cylinders, and they're like yellow. Oh. The liquid's yellow. Yeah, and I you step them. on it, and it them. smells like a dead rat. Yeah. Like, yeah, and awful. I remember dropping one yeah. of those in like a supermarket or you know something like that. I got into so much yeah, trouble because the whole place had to vacate. <laughs> oh my gosh, the things you learn. Did I you know. do anything similar? I used to. I used to be big on. Um, George's Marvelous Medicine book. So I used to then make my own. And I used to have drawers full of these disgusting things. And, you know, I'd use every, from shoe polish to vinegar, to anything I could get to make these things. And then I, I remember once I went into the drawer and flies had gone and there was maggots everywhere. It was disgusting. <laughs> my mum was like, that is it, you are grounded. <laughs> that is the piece. We have to end the panel on that because those are the best stories I think we've had in a while. Rian, Aaron, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank, thank you. you for having us. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and share it with your friends. The Parent Panel, new episodes every Friday. Hey there, do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. (laughs) 